Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the 19096 Podcast. I'm John. He is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Uh-oh, two weeks off. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. We are two Eagles fans, and this is a super narrow niche podcast about the Philadelphia Eagles and all things related. We aren't crypto, no Tesla talk, I'm no Jonah Goldberg, nor is Rick any kind of David Sachs, although one of us did study Russian history in college. We saved the tech talk for our day jobs, We knew, and we knew from the outset Theranos was a crock of shit. Rick is coming to you live from the 610, me, John, I'm checking in from Napa Valley, home of Vermeil Wines, which is named after, for those that don't know, Dick Vermeil, former head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Rick, it's been two weeks, just like two weeks ago. Uh, did you miss me? John, I've missed you greatly. Mm. And boy, there was not an Eagles game the past two weeks, but man, do we have a lot to talk about. Oh boy, we sure do. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think we will have a special guest uh, joining us here in, the, in a few minutes. He usually comes in about 90 seconds to two minutes late, but that's okay. That's a That's a Giants fan for you. Exactly. Exactly, John. What do you? What are we going to talk about first, man? Uh, well, on a side note, I think uh, semi unrelated. I believe where, where are we at? Uh, did they tip off yet? We have a very important basketball game going on right now, and no, I don't think the. Uh, oh no, that's tomorrow. It's, wait, what's the date today? That's tomorrow. Damn it, it's the tenth. Oh, my God. I'm off by day. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, you go to California and can't remember the day of the week. Nope. Can't at all. Yeah. Yep. Today's Wednesday. I Today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is a big game. Ben Simmons coming back to Philadelphia, making yep. his return. Um, And he will be at the game. He will not play. Oh, boo. All right. He- here's one for you. Uh, This is kind of – this is not part of the uh, seven questions tonight, but – just curious, can you think of another time that a athlete was coming back to Philadelphia that is more vilified at this point than Ben Simmons? Uh, yeah, uh, this coming fall, Carson Wentz. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the only other one is the original uh, throwing batteries at a player, J.D. Drew, mm. the Philly uh, who instead of signing with the uh, Phillies, decided to sit out a year and not play baseball. He wanted to play that some independently going back on the draft the following year. He got drafted by the Cardinals and then came to town, and that's where the infamous battery-throwing incident occurred. Yes. He was pelted yep. with multiple things from the stands. All right, well, should we, uh, should we get into uh, some Eagle news right out of the outset? Should we just go straight to the big headlines for the day? Today? Yes. We got to so, talk about that. We got a lot to talk about here. Okay, so the, for people who don't know, Carson Wentz was sentenced to one season with the Washington Commandos. <laughs> also known as he was traded from the Indianapolis Colts, Colts to the Washington Commandos. Uh, Rick, your initial thoughts when you saw the news? Uh, I mean, so much here to make fun of, right? Um, First of all, the Eagles um, are going to use the the Colts' first pick in the draft, like, and before we can even use it, he's gotten traded to another team. (laughs) Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, if this is we were going to play Indiana, we're planning on playing Indianapolis this coming season. But instead of just getting to see Carson once once, we get him to see twice. Got the same yeah. twice this year. Yep. So um, yeah, I mean, he is talking about falling. I mean, he's very close to being just a backup quarterback the rest of his yep. career. So when the Eagles traded him away, they basically got. The Colts' first round pick, and then did they get a third for him too? Was it a first and a third? I believe so. Yeah, first and a third. So now he's basically being traded to the Washington Commandos uh, for two third. Is it third round picks? 
Yeah. Uh, and oh, here we yeah. go. We can send the Wentz counter down to DC. The two, the twenty twenty three third rounder can become a second rounder selection if Wentz plays seventy percent of Washington snaps. Yep. Shout out to Shefty on his uh, Twitter machine. At least that's what I'm reading right now. Yeah. Why, why do they do this? The teams also swapped second round picks in twenty twenty two. The Colts they swapped number pick number forty two and. Pick number forty-seven. I, I, I don't. I mean, that is that is some like nitpicking at the last second. That's just squeezing in there, right? Well, it, yeah. Uh, but the the amazing thing is, is Washington is going to pay his full contract. twenty-eight yeah. million dollar contract for the season. Yep. Can you believe that twenty-eight million dollars for a Carson Wentz? My other question, no, is the, is the short answer. <laughs> my my other question is, how happy right now is Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, the 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 GM for for the Colts? So they at least got out of there with their with their head still on out of the the Wentz drama. I mean, I, I got to say, like, hats off to them that they got him out of there before it kind of turned into a thing, right? That's the well, part that just killed us with with Carson. Is that that storyline just hung around for? months and just wouldn't go away yeah um the uh, yeah the colts you know the colts are kind of a dumpster fire also i mean they've had uh these are their starting quarterbacks since 2016 the first uh, week of the season andrew luck scott tolson andrew luck jacoby Brissett, philip rivers carson wentz and somebody else this coming season they're zero and six in opening weeks so they're just another franchise that's a mess, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're a they're a disaster. Yeah. So that means the uh, Washington will have uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, Fitzpatrick, and um, Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's a that's quite a quarterback room right there. All they're missing is uh is Glennon, and then they're just on their way to to start him at that point. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, you know, if one of those guys can get hurt, they can probably go and grab somebody off the street, like literally just walking down the street. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I I gotta say, if 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 uh, I was walking down the street and then uh, whoever the GM is for the Commandos hit me up and said, "We well, want to play quarterback." I, you know, I'm at that point with that team. I may say no. I may pass. Right, right. Well, what? it's also. I mean, that, talk about a dumpster fire. I mean, that... oh, the lawsuits, the the stadium, the oh my god. Yeah, I mean they're uh, they're just in a bad way. Their nickname. Uh-huh. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Who names their team the Commandos? I mean, that's just ridiculous. Well, the you know. All the sexual harassment stuff. Yep. The coach has had uh, lost five of his the last six seasons. Yep. I mean, one play and one playoff win in the past twenty two years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just. At what point do you just like pull stakes and just move to a different city and start all over? Right. Right. I mean, I, and you know what? I think. A lot of the fans in the, in the D.C. area would be all right if that happened. Yeah, would they even notice? happens right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're just, that's, I mean, thank goodness we're not fans of those guys. Oh, man, I would be. I, I think that's, they're definitely one of those franchises. If if I was a fan of that franchise, I probably would have left. Uh, this would have been the straw for me. I'd been like, yeah, I'm out. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not watching them anymore. All right. All right. Um, all right. Enough bashing on Carson Wentz. Well, we have one more story uh, about Carson. Um, yes. There is a report out that Carson Wentz, quote, voiced his displeasure with the Eagles' success during their uh, journey to the Super Bowl, which obviously, as we all know, they eventually won, um, and to the point where he got into almost a physical confrontation with another injured Eagles player. <laughs> which is awesome, which uh, I'm curious, Rick, do you have uh, any thoughts on who that other injured Eagle player might be? I don't know, but the first number of name that pops to mind is Alshon Jeffrey. 
Oh, good one. That's a good one, yeah. Wait, no, he wasn't injured, though, then. Oh, well. You had me there for a second. He was not, yeah, he wasn't injured, so. I'm trying to think who else it might have been. Who was injured at that point? Was there a running back? Uh, oh, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, small guy, Darren Sproles. He was, he was injured. He would, that's why they traded for, uh, um, Ajayi, right, that year? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was hurt basically every year. Yeah, year. yeah, he, he, yeah. Sproles was great, but you, you only got about on average like six or seven games games out of him. Right, right. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that that tells you a little more about like a peek behind the curtain, the Carson Wentz curtain. Whether if you wanted to peek about that behind that curtain or not, I mean, he's just, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so the uh, yeah, so these are the injured players that you're Ronald Darby. No, uh, probably not. Uh, Caleb Sturgis, the kicker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Derek probably. Rolls. Yep. Uh, Fletcher Cox was hurt. Mm. Uh, uh, probably not. Chris Maragos, Jordan Hicks. Jason. That would have been that would have been a good one. I, yeah, there's potential for that, but I bet you it was probably an offensive guy because they're probably in meeting rooms and together a bunch. Jason Peters. Mm. That's, yeah. I don't know if I'd pick a fight with him, though. Yeah, I think, yeah. You're not too smart if you're picking a fight with him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say there's a strong chance it's either Peters or uh, uh, or Sproles. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's not, um, it's not very smart. No, nope. nope. I, I, you know what? I'd love to know uh, if Jason Kelsey heard that. What would he say to Carson? Right. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. So yeah, Ronald Darby, uh, Sidney Jones. So we're thinking offense. Alshon Jeffries was questionable one week. Hmm. Uh. Darren Sproles. I think Darren Sproles might sound like a good one. Um, it when it was it was when he was hurt. When when uh, when Carson was hurt during their run to the Super Bowl. So right. I don't think it says uh, uh, when so, exactly occurred, but it had to be someone you know basically you know injured right. at the same time Carson right. was right. So Darren Sproles. Danelle Pumphrey, Peters. Uh, Peters is a good one. Yeah. Uh, Sidney Jones, Jordan Hicks. Uh, yeah. Probably Sproles or Peters. Peters yeah. sounds like a guy who would. <laughs> yeah, who would start? You would start a tussle. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Especially if it was your quarterback saying something like that, you could definitely see like, wait, what did you say? <laughs> and then just start swinging. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, Carson Wentz will always be haunted by the ghost of Nick Foles. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, also another, you know, some interesting tidbits today. I heard uh, Jason Kelsey was on the morning show here in Philadelphia. Oh. Uh, good old Angelo Gataldi is retiring uh, next January. So they're bringing in guest mystery guest hosts all year on Wednesdays uh, when Cataldi's off. So um, today's guest host was Jason Kelsey. Oh, uh, he had some great stories uh, of um, all different kinds of things. Nick uh, Nick from South Philly called in mm-hmm. uh, to talk to him. That was Nick Sirianni. Yep, um, and. Kelsey told a story about, you know, it's kind of a uh, takeoff on this whole Nick Sirianni, you know, Nerf hoop thing at the Combine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you competitive enough sort of thing? Right, right. Uh, so Kelsey, I guess, in the back of the locker room where his uh, uh, locker was, they had a papa shot, um, you know, basketballs and stuff. And, you know, from time to time, the basketballs would bounce out into his locker and hit him. And so one day, he just went in the trainer room, 
painter's room and got a box cutter and came back and sliced all the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a total Kelsey thing to do. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that uh, that put an end to the Papa shot. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So, uh, good stuff there. I'll have to give that a listen. I didn't know he. Was, I didn't know they were doing that. I basically, unfortunately, I don't really listen to. Uh, uh, once the season's over, I kind of tune tune those guys out for the most part. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, it was confirmed that uh, Sirianni did send a keg over to. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, Kelsey's oh. house, and then Kelsey had a bunch of the teammates over, and they drank a keg. Um. So you know. Did they identify what kind of beer it was by chance? Uh, no, they did not. No. Be curious if it was a, you know, a, a like a Coors Light, or are they going hard like a heavy IPA or like a, a Pliny the Elder sort of thing, and they're really spending money. Well, maybe Lane Johnson came over with his, you know, Bud Light sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm buying everybody in Philadelphia beer if we win the Super Bowl. He still hasn't uh, bought me a beer, although I was, technically wasn't in Philly at the time. So, no, uh, you're not. Yeah, you're not. I was but, firmly placed here in Napa. Yes. Um. So a lot of good uh, Philadelphia news there, yep. and um. Oh. Uh, I heard also our father reported in that um, there's talk that the Eagles may go after Amari Cooper. What do you think about that, John? Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. It's interesting because uh, one of my seven questions today is kind of in that vein. So, um, yeah. Uh, So maybe I'll start asking questions to see if I can get the uh, seven questions before we get to the seven questions. Yeah, that would be, I think think (laughs) listeners would love that. (laughs) That's, That's compelling podcast material right there. Uh, I, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Amari Cooper. I think, uh, you know, he's a, he's an Alabama guy, isn't he? Uh, isn't he? Um, I think so. Maybe Amari Cooper. Or are we getting him confused with uh, the guy who's in Atlanta? Yeah, no, uh, he's an Alabama guy. Which goes back to your uh, uh, your theory: just draft uh, Alabama guys in the first two rounds, and you're probably going to be okay. Right. Right. Um, Do you know, I I heard, this is a good joke I heard, do you know how to ensure that we get a really good first-round pick? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Give Howie three first-round picks. Oh, (laughs) that's that's a a good joke right there. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah. Um, Uh, Your thoughts on Amari Cooper? I mean, would you? Yeah, no, when that came up, I was trying to think, uh, you know, I'm always trying to think... You know, a lot of these wide receivers are head cases, right? And I was yep. trying to remember if there were any, you know, head case. Uh, you know, the guy was with uh, the Raiders and the Cowboys. So, you know, two teams with a lot of drama. So yep. I was trying to remember if there were any incidents. Because uh, that's the last thing we need. Yeah, I, I don't remember uh, any kind of drama like that. Although it doesn't help that... Uh... Uh, your coach in one case was uh, a bit on crazy pills. That being, uh, what's his face who got fired last year? Um, oh, Gruden. Yeah, Gruden. Gruden's kind of a nut. So that you know, and the Raiders are the Raiders, so they're kind of unorthodox. Uh, and yeah, the Cowboys. Oh, I said it. Sorry, I just cursed in the air. Put a dollar in the uh, in the curse drawer. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've never heard anything like about him that was, you know, Amari Cooper. That is, uh, that would say like, oh, you know what, we should avoid him. He's a diva or something like that. I'm, I don't, right. That's never really kind of, at least in my experience, uh, have heard such a thing. So, yeah, and I think also, you know, if he if he were to come to Philadelphia, I mean, it's a good environment. Like an Alabama quarterback, you know, uh, Alabama wide, wide receiver, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe that's good. Speaking of the Cowboys, speaking of the Cowboys mm-hmm. and drama, right? 
Yep. A 25-year-old woman is suing Jerry Jones, alleging that the billionaire paid her mother hundreds of thousands of dollars in 1996 to conceal that he was the girl's biological father. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, the NFL just cannot get a break right now with just this high, you know, yeah, unfortunate uh, drama. I, I don't know what, what do you call it when when you got uh, people, um, you know, what's going on in in in, in the at the commandos, um, you know, this kind of stuff. And then what was the other kind of big? Oh, Deshaun Watson and everything going on with him. Well, and then you you have Calvin Ridley, the guy who's placing bets on his phone on his <laughs> on okay, so- games. I'll say okay. So let's 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 go there for a second. Uh, let's 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 move into the NFL news because you know, I, outside of Cooper, I, I didn't have anything else. So, is it so bad that he's betting on NFL games and he's betting on his games, but it's for the team to win? Well, it, yeah. I mean, Are, if if he's going, to, yeah. If he's going to do that, that's. You know, that's one thing, but there's no way you can monitor, you know, all the different combinations and permutations, right, of that. What, parlays and things like that? And well, Yeah, well, yeah, you have all these different parlays that if so-and-so has these many catches and, you know, or so many yards and if somebody fumbles and, you know, it's just like you're opening up Pandora's box if you say, well, if he's, you know, Betting for his team to win, that's way too slippery of a a slope. Um, It's better just to be like, you guys can't do anything, right? I I, I don't know. I'd say, you know, here's the catch. You guys can bet. If you're an NFL player, you can bet. If you bet on your team, you got to bet to win. Other than that, you know, go nuts. Yeah, I think it's just better just to, you know, say you guys can't. I mean... It's it's too easy because then, you know, also the fans start to question, you know, what's going on and, you know, conspiracy. But the yep. ironic thing is, is, I mean, I just saw it, I mean, maybe not so much, uh, you and I have talked about this before, about all the da- darn ads for oh, Beckham yeah. now. Well, um, I saw an ad, I saw, I was watching a Sixers game the other night, and it was a split screen as guys were walking back onto the court. the That was, you know, on the left-hand side of the screen. On the right-hand side of the screen, you have Drew Brees holding up his phone and saying, you guys can bet right now. And, and I was like, oh my that's, gosh. That's weird. <laughs> like, there has been no, there are no restraints on the no, advertising. No, it is, it is relentless. I mean, it's, yeah. it's worse than, um, it's worse than like beer ads. Right. Um, I mean, beer ads, I think we've basically become numb to beer ads at this point in terms of, you know, the advertisement. I, you know, I, I, there's just so all over the place. Uh, I've never really sat and actually counted, but I'm sure it's a ton. Right. Um, it's it's like, uh, political ads the day before presidential election. Yeah, completely. Yep. (laughs) Um, and the other funny part too was, I guess the system he used to bet through was like the official NFL like this is they caught him basically because they caught his name in like one of the you know, like the NFL system had something set up it caught his name in the sports app well I think what it was is he uh, he was in another state where it was a because all these different apps like you have to be in a yeah, certain state they're ge- to... Yeah, they're geotagging you to so, so you know you're legal, basically. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's like, ways. Ju- ar- there's ways around it. <laughs> because your nephew, I colluded with your nephew so that he could place bets until he was 21. So. Oh, anyway. oh, well, then you could also do you. You'd basically hook up NordVPN onto your phone, and then you're you're done. You're you're placing bets from somewhere in. Uh, if you're sitting in in Pennsylvania, you can be placing bets in. Uh, uh, they think you're in um, uh, St. Louis, right? So, um, but yeah, it, it's. 
I think he was using like what I forget what the name of the app was, but it's like, dude, if you're gonna if you're gonna place a bet, man, don't use like the official gambling app of the NFL. <laughs> like, go go or have someone else do it, or go talk to somebody. <laughs> it's like, come on, pal. Right. You know, use your head. Well, I mean, come on, use a professional athlete. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that, and that, yeah, unfortunately, that, that was one of the names that was being talked about for the Eagles to yeah, pick I thought, up. Yeah, And yeah. so he's gone. Yep. Um, also in uh, NFL news, do we want to talk about Aaron Rodgers' $50 million contract? Uh, yes, and um, that's a lot of money, and... <laughs> He probably, you know what? I'll, I'll put it this way: Now that Brady's out of the league, if there was one player that deserved that contract, he'd probably be the guy. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give him that. At least it's it's not like it was given to, um, I, I you know, a quarterback that doesn't deserve it. Let's put it that way. Right. So right. It, I think it's the right guy to be to be kind of crossing that threshold. So. Kind of okay with that, but you know, it's still kind of amazing. Yeah, the um, I mean, yeah, good for him, fifty million dollars. But yeah. like, um, who are they going to surround him with? Like, <laughs> how well, much that's... money does that leave for the rest of the team? Didn't they? They were just uh, they're about to uh, uh, franchise tag uh, the what's the wide receiver there? What's his name? Devonte Adams. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're uh, you know, they could run out of, yeah, their their cap space has just shrunk a whole lot. Yeah. So. Um, and. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Do you think, uh, do you think he's worth it? Do you think it was a smart move? Do you think they should have moved on? Well, yeah, I mean, it's. The absurd part about it is he gets one hundred and fifty three million dollars guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, I want to say when Lori bought the Eagles, I think he only paid like a hundred million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Anyhow. Um. Yeah. No, it's just an absurd amount of money, and good for him for getting it. But it's just, it's, you know. Uh, that's why you see all these athletes taking a little bit less. So there's, you know, they have somebody respectable to throw to. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the same time, I, you know, I guess I see both sides of it. I mean, if the Packers let him just walk out the door, um, you know, (laughs) yeah. Uh, not only to get nothing back from him, but to, you know, just let him walk. Um, it's just, you know, they should be crucified for anybody for doing that. Uh, in, in a related story, the Packers are now last in cap space with negative $45 million. Exactly. So Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, they have some contracts to renegotiate. They have some money to move around. And, uh, yeah, there's some players are going to get let go. Um, but, you know, it's it's like you said before, Rick, it's a, it's a quarterback league. So Right. Right. You know, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have. You're not winning anything. Yeah, and I guess also it's like, uh, you know, I could see like a New York team or an LA team paying that, but I mean, it's Green Bay. Like, yeah. you know, they're not exactly rolling in the dough. I mean, they are an NFL franchise, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, probably the smallest market team of any of you know. Outside uh, of Buffalo, yeah, you probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, Green Bay is probably smaller, I bet. Right, right, right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what that team's like next year. Yep. But I mean, with him, you could basically guarantee. I mean, that that you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers is one of those one of those uh, players. Like, if he's on the team, you're winning at least eight games. Yes, but at the same time, I will remind you, he has as many Super Bowl MVPs as Nick Foles. Nick Foles, yep. <laughs> yeah. And 
He is 38 years old. Yep. So. Yeah, which you can basically thank uh, Tom Brady for for that contract because now since Brady was able to play till he was 56, you know, there's that mindset out there that if you're reasonably healthy, you could probably play well beyond, you know, if you're a reasonably healthy quarterback, I should say, you could play well beyond 34, 35, 36 years old. Right. Right. I mean, I th- hopefully the good thing will be that now he has all this money, he will stop with the state farm ads. Uh, yeah, Please? maybe. Yeah, don't hold your breath on that one. Pretty good for a guy from Chico, California, John. Yeah, right. I mean, who knew? Who knew? Someone knew, but not us. Right. Uh, let's see. Any other uh, NFL news? We should. Uh, let's see. Um, there was one other. Um. Oh well, you know, Russell Wilson. I mean, the Russell Wilson trade that was a couple days ago. It's kind of old news, but. You know, uh, you're basically trading one player for, what, like half your team? <laughs> I think total with draft picks and everything for basically seven players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, the other, um, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. You know, there's probably just some slop in there, but, um, you know, that's a lot of picks on a lot of players. Yep. Um, the other thing I saw is that uh, Herb Street is going to be doing – the Amazon game, the Amazon NFL games on uh, Thursday nights. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I get, there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, between that and what they're paying. Um, what Troy Aikman just got a, a little bit of a pay bump. I say a little bit, uh, being sarcastic, uh, to move from Fox to who did he move to? ESPN. Did he? Uh, let's see. I think it was ESPN. Yeah, he, I think he got a – basically, I think they're trying to reboot um, uh, Monday Night Football. So, um, yeah, I believe he just got moved over to – sorry, I'm just pulling up my uh, – uh, uh, Troy Aikman also came out with a low, uh, new low-carb beer. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, where, where, how come I, I can't find this? Yes, I'm searching the internet while doing a podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, Troy Aikman is, is on the move to ESPN. So, um, it says he it didn't even get an offer from Fox. Yeah. And then uh, the other uh, quarterback who used to play for a team from Texas and not the Texans – um, moved on from CBS, I believe. He's, I think, he's over at Amazon now. What? Uh, what's his name? Romo. Still, yeah, Tony Romo. I, I believe he's. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, they. He's a. Uh, yeah, they're getting million dollar a game. Um. Deals with uh, with, uh, with these networks, which I my immediate response when I saw what they're paying the, these guys and Rick, I, I posed this question to you because this was actually on one of my things was, have you ever watched a sporting event? Watched a sporting event, and this is not one of the seven questions. So, uh, because of the who's announcing the game? No. Right. No. So uh, okay, what, what, what does it make any sense? I mean, does it really? Why pay all these guys all this money? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to watch a game, I'm going to watch a game. I'm not watching a game because of who's calling the game. No, I've, I. This goes back to like my my running theories that uh, um, the way that you know these these broadcasts are being handled is just it's broken. Like I don't think they understand like the viewer at home. No one, you know. Any fan or any you know person watching the game isn't watching the game because of the viewer or because of the the uh, broadcaster. No way. I mean, is it a little more entertaining? Right. Icing on the cake, sure. Yeah, but right. I mean, and I think yeah, mostly. I mean, yeah, Robo does a good job. I mean, there's no one else that I really like. But some of these broadcast crews we've talked about before, it's like 
I, I would be even happier if they didn't have anybody announcing the games. I mean, they're just terrible. And if you have one team that you like, you know, like the Eagles, and like every week they come in and say, oh, Carson Wentz from North Dakota, or, you know, oh, Zach Ertz's wife plays on the U.S. women's national team. It's like the yeah. same. Same stuff over and over and over again. Right, right. Yep. It's like I heard that eight games ago and every yep. game since. Yep. Um, so it's just, so, I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm with you. It's, it's, it's broken. Um, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those things in terms of how we enjoy an NFL game is glossed over because, um, the NFL product itself, this is obviously no reflection on like the, the sport itself. It's more just kind of the broadcast philosophy. The, the games themselves are so compelling and so good that it's just there's a better way of you know presenting or calling the game to a viewer. It's just, I mean, thank God for Merrill Reese and guys like that. Yeah, it's, it's also, I mean, some of the graphics and stuff, this is kind of in your wheelhouse, but that whole robot guy on Fox, like, okay. Like, I could yeah. do without him. Yep. So... Yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, I could we we could probably spend a whole podcast on just like uh, this topic alone of the presentation of of certain sports, but um, you know, uh, not today. Uh, this, uh, is, this is this is all of know. our listeners would tune out. If we yeah, <laughs> all six of them. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Any other uh, NFL news at this point that's worth uh, getting into? I think we just kind of. Hit all the big ones. I don't know if there's a... Yeah, that is all the big ones. Uh, the one thing I did, uh, Deion Sanders had two toes amputated. Oh, my. What? Why? How? Uh, I don't know. He was sick or something was going on. Um, he was, like, coaching it from a wheelchair at some point, you know, oh earlier this year. So something was going on, and he just came out and said that he had two um, toes amputated. So yeah, so much for running a four three forty. <laughs> Right, exactly. Exactly. All right, should we move on to uh, seven questions? It's my turn to ask you seven questions. Yes, sir. Seven questions. Okay, here we go. Uh, First one. Um, Question number one. If you had to banish Carson Wentz to one NFL team for life, who would it be? (laughs) Uh, You know, besides somebody in our, you know, division Mm -hmm. where we can beat up on them twice a year. Yep. Um, a team as far away as possible from mm. a, like Seattle. Seattle. Oh, oh good one. All right. You know. Yep. Well. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, good pick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Question number two of our seven questions. Rick, how many minutes of the Olympics did you actually watch? Uh, none. I can confidently say none. <laughs> no math needed there. None. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, Coincidentally, uh, my answer would be the same. Yeah, I was even pissed when they there was no Saturday Night Live on because they were broadcasting the Olympics. Oh yeah, that's a uh, wow, that's unfortunate. No wonder uh, Colin Jost made that uh, made that joke last week about uh, uh, NBC still broadcasting the Olympics in Beijing. But anyway, right, right. exactly. All right, question three of our seven questions to you, Rick. If there was one player from that other team from Texas, not from Houston, you would want on the Eagles, who would it be? In history. In history, I should say. Yeah, in history. Yeah. In history. Um, uh, I like how Ezekiel Elliott runs. Uh, I mean, I think he's past his prime, but all the other collateral stuff that goes with him is, you know, not a big fan. Yep. Um, I was never a fan of any of their quarterbacks. This is actually yep. a pretty good question. It really makes you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit of a painful question, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I couldn't answer this, for the record, and I, I have no idea. I couldn't guess what you were going to guess, either, so I'm curious where you go. Uh, yeah, I... Um, you want to come back to it? We can come back to it. Yes, pass. Pass. Uh, I wait. 
Oh, what game is? Oh, that's like the ten thousand dollar pyramid is where they have to pass it if they don't get it. Um, okay, right, right. All right. So this past week, as you know, was the combine, or I, I think it's done. It's, I think it's all done. Yeah. So this is a combine theme question for you. At your peak, at what age would you have run your fastest forty, and what do you think your time would have been? Oh, geez, this is a really good question. Um, you know what is really funny is I never thought myself as fast, right? I mm-hmm. was oh, I always kind of thought myself as lumbering, right? Mm-hmm. But there's been multiple people that I have come across in like the past ten or fifteen years. They're like, oh man, I remember you. You were such a fast runner, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, my name's Rick. Are you, are you sure you don't have me confused with somebody else? <laughs> you definitely don't have me confused with my older brother. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. That that was our brother who ran when he was running. He would tilt his head and run so that the wind was hitting his part correctly so that it wouldn't mess up his hair. But that's a yep. different story. Um Who's actually his son, our nephew, is it's his birthday today. So happy birthday, Christian. Happy birthday, Christian. For when you listen to this podcast seventeen few, years from now. And yeah. And wonder uh, why your dad never showed up. It's because he didn't know how to get yeah, pull up the app. But that's for seventeen right. years from now or ten years from now. Right. Um uh, I would have to say like five something in the low fives. And how old do you think you were? You know, if you what what age would do you think you would have attained that five? We'll call it a five two five three speed. Uh, yeah, no, I would say like, uh, like high school, uh, college. 15, yeah, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, got, got it. okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Now, what about yourself, John? Yeah, I was probably yeah. I'd, I don't know. I guess I was a. Uh, I don't know probably probably around the same. Probably you know. Low fives in, in, in high school, probably. Definitely not college. Right. Uh, probably just, yeah, high school. That rem- it reminds me of one day I came home from uh, whatever sport I was playing, and I told our father, geez, my knees really hurt. Like, what, what, what does that mean, or what is that telling me? And Dad said, that means you need to work out more. <laughs> that that is not what that means. <laughs> uh, thank goodness our father did not want to be a physical therapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Work out more and take four Tylenol. That that would be his two uh, prescriptions. So right, right, exactly. All right. Uh, uh, question five of our seven questions to you, Rick. Uh, what's the best golf course you ever played on? Oh, yeah, it would. Did I play my best at the best golf course? Or? I'd say more of a reflection of the golf course itself as opposed to your best performance. Right, the, right, right. Outside of your performance, you could have played the you know, most amazing golf course and you just played like garbage. But I'm more curious, what what do you think is the best golf course you ever played on? Yeah, well, you know, I played Cypress Point, uh, but that was, you know, special. I actually hit my ball over the water on 16, which is a phenomenal feat. In fact, my ball went over the green, which is even more of a spectacular feat. Uh, Either that or Pebble Beach or, as a youngster, we played Turnberry, Mm. now Trumpberry. That's hard to hear, actually, to be honest. (laughs) Um, And then... um, you know, good old Ronimic, where we you know we all tried to learn how to play golf. But our yeah, home golf say, course, yeah. Uh, Cypress Point or Pebble Beach, yeah. Yeah, those are two good ones. Two good ones. Yes. Uh, all right. I would, uh, ask, I would ask you that, but I know that we would just move right on from that question. Yeah. No. I. I. I this is coming from a person who's barely ever finished eighteen holes, so <laughs> uh, I just get bored. Um, okay, question six of our seven questions. What is the furthest you've ever driven for a live to, to attend a live sporting event? And what oh. was the sporting event? Oh, is this uh, as a fan or to participate? Oh, interesting. I, 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 was, I was thinking more as a fan. You're sitting in the stands, drinking a beer, watching the game. 
Hey, uh, and I'm sorry. Did you say professional sporting event or? Hey, if if it's a uh, college, college or... is fine. Co- yeah, I'd say uh, any sporting event. It could be a high school. It could have been a high school. You could have driven from, you know, um, Rosemont to uh, Saskatchewan to go see uh, some track and field. Any uh, motor transportation or just driving? Uh, yeah, we'll go any mode. Yeah, you fly, drive, boat, whatever. I flew to California from Philadelphia to California to watch my son Jack Coral play uh, volleyball. Oh. So, that's, a, all right, that's, that's a good one. Uh, the farthest I ever drove, I think, was probably from uh, Michigan to Virginia. We were going to... We're going to a wedding, but I was actually more excited to go to the UVA game uh, than anything else. Um, uh, UVA was up thirty-five to three at halftime, and they ended up losing thirty-eight to thirty-five. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh well. And then I did fly. What? How far is it from San Francisco to Hawaii? What twenty-five hundred, three thousand miles? Yeah, to play yeah, yeah. Basketball in high school. I remember that. I was. You remember that? Yeah, yes. I was there. I was a so, youngster. Uh, yes, we beat a team from Fiji, and then we lost in the championship round to a bunch of Homer refs. Hmm. In the King Kamehameha basketball classic. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, King Kamehameha or whatever King his name Kamehameha. is. Kamehameha. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, question seven of our seven questions. Uh, this is you know, uh, really kind of off the beaten path, but uh, an important question nonetheless. Yes. If you if you owned an unimportant time machine, when and where would you take it? So an unimportant time machine being defined as, this is, we're not talking about going to see the birth of Jesus, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, uh, you know, World War II, Kill baby Hitler, nothing like that. We don't, we don't want like that's that's for the important time machine. <laughs> this is the unimportant time machine. If you had to pick a time, an oddball, you know, either in your time in history that you would find fascinating, personally fascinating to see or be a part of, where would you go? What would you do? Who would you see? Oh wow, that's a really good question. Um. Well, this kind of goes back to, you know, I've always, you know, with everybody self-identifying as or re-identifying or self-identifying as whatever, I'd like to self-identify as a 12-year-old and go back and play Little League Baseball for a Mm. season. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's a different story. Um, uh, I'm kind of torn between whether it be something that, like, I would want to go back and cherish Right yeah, from my uh, earlier life, or go see an event. Yep. Um, I would just say, from a sports perspective, I would say uh, when the Phillies won the World Series, and you can ask our mother about this. Yep. Uh, they were having a parade, and I really wanted to go to the parade. And our mother said, "No, you can't miss school." Uh, there will be plenty of other <laughs> championship parades that you can go to. And as we all know from that, then the next one was the, that was in 1980. And then in 1983 was when the Sixers won the mm-hmm. championship. So, yep. but I wasn't allowed to go to that one either. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, I would say that from a sports pr- perspective. All right. Well, that wraps up our seven questions. Um, let's see. What's what are we moving on to? Three, Three points. points. Three points. Three points. Okay. So these are kind of like rants, or but points I would like to make. Yep. Right. Uh, a. They say Ben Simmons. The only reason why Ben Simmons is coming to uh, the game tomorrow night, he's going to sit on the bench. He's not going to play. Um, is that? You know, the Sixers have fined him $20 million for not showing up for games, practices, etc. And how harshly he is treated tomorrow night, 
uh, they're going to use as Exhibit A to, you know, bolster their claims of mental, you know, mental hardship or mental, you know, illness hardship. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Um, so that's my one point. What do you think about that, John? Comments? Uh, I, you know, I think, um, who was it, uh, uh, who was it today that said, um, or was it yesterday that said, you know what, the, the derision or the, dare we call it feedback you would receive, um, uh, when he, if and when he would show up in Philadelphia the next time, whether it's tomorrow or any other time, quote, would be good for him. Uh, (laughs) I forget, I forget exactly who said that, uh, but I thought that was a really the kind of apt response uh, to that whole thing because I think it would be good for him, and hopefully uh, he gets the message. You know why we're all just pissed off at him, right? Right. So. No, I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he'll just turn it into you know, it's all about you know me, yeah, uh, yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Okay, this is my other thing. This is not uh, really a political rant. It doesn't. It doesn't matter as far as who's in the White House and all this stuff. But every, all these people are saying that we should go out and buy an electric car. Mm-hmm. Right. This is my take on it. You know, our president is saying that you should go buy an electric car. I have a real hard problem with that. With him saying that, and then he leaves the White House that doesn't have any solar panels on it. He goes and gets in his helicopter that is a non-electric helicopter to fly eight miles to get on his non-electric plane to fly 80 miles to his Delaware home to get into his non-electric limo to go to his non-solar paneled house for 48 hours and then turns around and goes back and does the same thing in reverse, right? Like, hey, if you want all of us to go buy electric, you know, get electric cars. How about you, like, taking a step in that direction? Yep. Right? Do as I say, not as I do. Come on, Rick. It's uh, the old, uh, come on, Gavin Newsom is an ace at that, speaking of which. Right. Right. Like, how about, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't want to burn all these fossil fuels going to Delaware for the weekend. I'm going to stay here. Mm -hmm. Right? Or, um, you know, something. Something, but it's just, I don't know. I just, uh, that's, uh, I am starting to get into rant territory, but it's just one of those things that, hey, if you want us to do it, take a step in the direction. Yep. Uh, um, so, yeah. that's fine. And I don't say that because he's a Democrat and I'm a conservative. I just say that if yeah, a conservative was saying that, I would have the same. Um, I, I, th- I think, Rick, what you're looking for, and maybe I'll, I'm going to read between the lines here. Uh, be a leader, right? Right. So, right. Yep. That's that's kind of how I'm reading your 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 take on this whole thing. Be a leader. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, the last thing is, um, and I want your input on this. Mm -hmm. The baseball season is slowly slipping away. Slip it away. And, John, are you, would you really miss the baseball season if there wasn't one? Uh, you know, so it's an interesting question. Um, and I think I kind of would. So, for me, the baseball season is probably the most common way I consume baseball for me is through the radio. I have whether it's a, a Phillies game on or a Giants game, uh, I usually have it on in the background. And honestly, with uh, with Henry, you know, coming around the corner, it would be would have been fun to like take him to a baseball game. He's getting to that age where, you know, it's an outdoor thing. You can take him. It'd be fun to do. You know, it's probably becoming right. Um, uh, you know, a safe time to take him. You know, obviously because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. So from that standpoint, I, I kind of would, actually. Um, because the other part of that, too, is here in San Francisco. Speaking of... Okay, so this reinforces our previous conversation about um, uh, the presentation of, of 
football, baseball, you know, games, uh, and how the local broadcasters, you know, kind of call, you know, the, the play by play and color guys do it best. Uh, here in San Francisco, the Bay area, the, the local broadcasters for those games are the best in baseball. And it's, it really is a, a, a treat to, to hear the guys call the game. So it's, it's, you know, they do a great job, not only just broadcasting the game, but telling stories and they know how to fill right in between kind right. of little right. down times and slip in stories here and there or have easy to kind of comprehend analysis. You know, they don't kind of go like, so over your head, like, wait, what, <laughs> what did you just say? Right. So, right. Uh, I would kind of miss it in a roundabout sort of way. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. No, I see that from the Henry uh, point of view. Yeah. Um, uh, one other thing um, that I forgot to bring up in NFL news is there's talk that the Colts, <laughs> the Colts may trade for Nick Foles. <laughs> oh my gosh! That you know what I would um, I would send five bucks to the Colts ownership if we could get everyone in Philadelphia. I swear to God, it would be awesome. You know what? If you get everyone in in Philadelphia to put five, send five bucks to Chris Ballard, I would I would totally do it. And I think you could probably get a lot of people in Philadelphia to send a five dollar bill to the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, can you can you imagine that if you're Carson Wentz, if that happens? Oh my god! <laughs> and then and then how funny would that be if like Nick Foles leads them to the Super Bowl and they win the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So. Anyhow, um, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, so those are my three points for the right. week, you know. That's, Things uh, I want to get across. Unrelated uh, topic of the week, John. Unrelated topic of the week. This week's unrelated, I, so it's my turn on unrelated topic of the week. Yes. And, you know, I I have one um, that it's, uh, I sent to a couple of friends of mine, and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is going to translate very well. No, you know, I'm going to skip it. It just, you know what, until you see this, you know, yeah. I, there's no way for me to show a picture, you know, in podcasting. So it's, it'll really kind of uh, fall flat. Um, but I will, my other one too is, uh, uh, as, as some people who may ever listen to this may know, um, I do on a regular basis still read and watch, you know, comic book movies. And I will say I'm uh, a little bummed. I, because of uh, COVID and us having a, a, a youngster where uh, we avoid the movie theater, I'm a little bummed I can't go see the Batman movie just yet. Um, I got to wait until, um, you know, the theaters uh, thin out a little um, until, you know, I go sit in, you know, a theater for three hours with, you know, to, you know, I'm right. not gonna sit in there with 300 other people and and uh, a bunch of mouth breathers and uh, watch a watch a movie. So, a little <laughs> bummed out about that. That uh, I, I got to probably wait for a couple of weeks, um, which is fine. So, you know, small price to pay. It's not complaining. Uh, just you know, uh, but you know, a little side story on this. The uh, when I went to see Spider Man uh, uh, No Way Home. Uh, I'll tell you, and this is, I'm circling back a little bit to kind of the, the theme of, uh, uh, you know, sports and football of our podcast. I actually went uh, the night the 49ers were playing the Rams uh, uh, in the playoffs because uh, I knew the theater would be empty. And sure enough, I went and saw uh, Spider-Man that night and I was the only person in the theater and it was fantastic. <laughs> Which then led me down the uh, path of like, why we still go to movie theaters at all to begin with is beyond me. Yeah. Uh, we have all the accoutrements uh, and, you know, technology and drinks and snacks that we'd want at home. The, the movie theater, I think, is, uh, you know, as much as, um, you know, the, the movie industry is trying to kind of encourage people to go to the movies, I just think it's a, uh, um, it's just a matter of time. Right. Just a matter of right. time, movie theaters, uh, history. Uh, yeah. A lot like, uh, you know, when the, uh, um, the music industry was trying to beat back the waves of digital downloads and things like that. 
yeah. it's just it's you know what they're it's they're done it's it's just a matter of time so yeah um no interesting that is, yeah. I think yeah. movie theaters are yeah kind of uh, are kind of going the way of like uh I think they're kind of going the way is like the outdoor movie theater like yeah. there'll be a, a few out there but mm-hmm. nowhere near the amount that there are right now yeah, because I mean, you think about it, like the whole reason a movie theater came about uh, was really about distribution, right? You, the only reason people gathered in a room to sit in a dark room was distribution and just be able to play the media. Um, but now, since distribution is virtually zero cost, and right. every, everyone has a flat screen TV in America and they're there's really no need for it. Um, so, well, and I think it's also the big thing is the whole on demand thing, right? Yep. Instead of having to be at the theater at seven thirty, and geez, does it really start at seven thirty or yep. you know, all that? You just say, you know, a couple of clicks on your remote, and you yep. have it right in front of you. Yep. So, and, and you don't have to worry about any any crazy people talking behind your you know sitting right behind you <laughs> yeah that that yeah that you don't have to uh that's always a good thing because um yeah dealing with like the 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 annoying people in the um in the theater is worth the price of admission <laughs> is it that's almost kind of like going to the movie is that always uh, yeah happen. yeah just the the, <laughs> the the freak show that you run into Right, it's like the people sitting in front of you. This is the good part of the movie. Why, why are you getting up to go someplace? I can't see the screen. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm ranting. Once no, again. no, that's uh, um, because I was I was actually uh, on that note. All right, the last part of this. I was looking at the nominees for best picture, and I'm pretty sure. Uh, most of these were released, you know, I'd say half of them were released on uh, streaming services uh, yeah. when they were initially released. Yeah. Belfast was, Coda, fa- Coda was, Coda's a good movie, if anyone wants to go see, a, or, or go see, a, watch a good movie, it's on Apple Plus. Don't Look Up was, uh, that's the Leo DiCaprio, uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie on Netflix, which I think is sneakingly uh, very funny. Um, Dune was King Richard is uh, Apple Plus Licorice Pizza I don't know Nightmare Alley I don't know Power of Dog was uh, simultaneous streaming but I think West Side Story may have been the only one that was exclusive to to um, theater release so. you know how many of those movies I've seen uh, zero none yeah absolutely none yeah Um, John, you know, in two weeks, we're going to have a lot of good stuff to talk about. We're going to, you know, more stuff about Carson Wentz. Nick Foles could could go to the Colts. Yep. We have Ben Simmons coming to town tomorrow. Yep. Um, We have the uh, conference basketball tournaments going on right now. Um, I will say that I owe... Uh, I feel very sorry about the Furman Paladin. Yep. Yeah. Your, e- EP, and... EP, fortunately, was well distracted at the time, so she did not... It wasn't a crushing blow as it was to the actual athletes on the Florida, as it was to her. Right. But the terrible thing about it was um, the, the A, the way they lost, and B, uh, one of the first-round sites is Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, no, that's too bad. Yeah, they would have been playing. Well, good chance they were playing right at home, but alas. Uh, yes. For those who haven't been to Greenville, go to Greenville, South Carolina. It's a great city, great small town city. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, and, but just uh, don't tell anybody else because it's the best kept secret. Yep, sure. No, yeah. please tell everyone. Tell everyone to move there and buy property and increase the value oh. of property, please. I won't say why. <laughs> oh, come on, John. Full disclosure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in two weeks, uh, we'll have a lot of good stuff to talk about. So that's kind of my promo. Is that, yeah, no, uh, that you know, we'll be well into... on our way in the NCAA tournament. Uh, free agency will have started in the NFL, and um, and also 
next week they're having the WIP Eagles Town Hall, which is always interesting to hear all the different views. So uh, we'll have a lot to talk about, even though it is not uh, the football season. As Dad would say, we'll listen to that so we can speak intelligently about it. Right. Let me rephrase that. It's not the NFL season, but... From what I understand, it will be the USFL season. So oh, there will boy. be yeah. a football season going on, but not the one that we yeah. assiduously follow. Yeah, go Stars. Go Stars. Go, go Stars, go. Go yeah. Philadelphia Stars. Chuck yeah. Sheena, Scott Pitsky. Yep. Kelvin Bryant. Kelvin Bryant. Yep. Jim Mora. Would it, would, it, would it be Shine Stars Shine? Uh, I do not know. Yeah, well, that's maybe. I do not know. But that was actually... Speaking of uh, Villanova, that's where Jay Wright's first job was. Oh, didn't know that. It's a good thing they uh, folded because then he had to get in the coaching. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, USFL, for uh, yeah. So, all right, we'll see us uh, see us back here next week. Um, uh, Rick, uh, good to talk to you, and we will see you in two weeks. All right. Peace out, everyone. Good night. Good night.